Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. You are locked on Mavericks. Your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Alright, it's the Lockdown Mavericks Podcast for Tuesday, March 14th, episode number 97. I'm Mike, he is Jacob, he is at not Jack Kemp. I am at Machine Sports on the Twitter if you want to play along. And uh, the show is at Lockdown Mavs, and you can also reach us at uh, LockdownMavs at gmail.com if you have any questions, concerns, <laughs> things you think we aren't talking enough about like we did Dwight Powell last Friday. We'll try to get to that. Um... And we're brought to you by SeatGeek. If you didn't know that already, now you know. Uh, SeatGeek basically takes a real uh, pain-in-the-butt process and makes it super simple for you so that getting out to an event isn't a uh, a beating. And how they do that is they gather up all the tickets from other vendors and uh, they put them in front of you so you don't have to scour the internet and try and find every single last deal. Um, They're going to get them all for you. They're going to grade the deals. There's There's a green dot for good value. Red would be bad you click on the seat you can see your sight line say you're trying to go see the rangers opening day say you're trying to go see uh, metallica in june or say maybe uh, john mayer in august whatever you're into they got you covered and what you care about is saving a little bit of money and uh, you'll do that by downloading the seat geek app putting it on your phone clicking that thing open bottom right hand corner is going to say me it's going to be your account tab your settings tab click on that bad boy hit enter promo code and you're going to throw a promo code in there that will save you $20 off your first purchase via the SeatGeek app. And that promo code is L-O-MAVS. So save yourself some money get out to the event you're trying to get to anyway. And uh, everyone's happy. Don't right. be a moron. Yeah, don't be, don't be a complete idiot, <laughs> Jeff. Um, so last night the Mavericks ran up against a, uh, one, of the, one of those good basketball teams. <laughs> I feel like we had a really fun stretch there where we were just playing uh, crap butt teams. Um, Lakers, Nets, Suns at home was quite the treat, although uh, they, I think they had a little bit too much fun after Dirk's uh, 30K um, during that week. <laughs> Maybe, but I know that he would have been chief among those having the fun afterward, and he was freaking hot as hell at the start of the game Saturday night, so maybe others it, did, but... I don't know. Maybe he just is able to bounce back. Yeah, maybe he is. And also, like, I ain't mad at him. Like, this has been a really rough season. And if, you know, them playing very well, um, winning whatever it was, six of their last seven and, like, 12 or 14 at home and building up to this moment where Dirk gets his 30K and the place goes insane and he scores 25 and a quarter or in a, uh, in a half, um, if that's the climax of your season – for a season that's been pretty much garbage uh, for, you know, 70% of it, and you have a little bit of an exhale, I'm, I ain't mad at you, quite honestly. Like, 
they played awful against Brooklyn Friday night. Yeah, um, that's true. And they deserve to get their ass beat um, against the Nets, but the Nets are just so stinking sorry. And we they kind of telegraphed it into Saturday where I was like, the Suns are going to beat them. The Suns are playing pretty decent basketball, <laughs> and they're going to roll a wave of young dudes out there that don't give an F. Um, and last night, Toronto's just better than them, even with Kyle Lowry out. Um, their their depth at the uh, in the front court is substantially better than ours. Um, they're finding little guards that can contribute, like that Van Fleet guy. I've watched him a couple times, and he's got something. But they just got murdered on the boards. They, uh, you know, uh, Wesley Matthews strained his calf heading into the halftime, and I'm not gonna say a good thing that he got injured. But here's Wesley Matthews' stats. The last 12 games, uh, as I start to really worry about him. Um, last 12 games for Wes, 9.4 points per game, 32% from the field, 26.5 from three. He's just a dude that doesn't play well when injured at all. And he's also, I mean, this is just, I've come to accept this. It is, he is the streakiest player I can recall in a long time, at least as a Maverick. Yeah, and I thought I thought he'd broken out of it because the first like I don't know forty five fifty games of this year he was just normal Wes, you know, he he wasn't he wasn't as streaky as he was last year, and I thought he had broken out of it, and then he you know he does the hip thing whatever that is, um, coming out of the break, um, and he competed in the three point contest, and literally since that moment he shot twenty six percent from three. And the Mavericks overall haven't shot very well from three. Um, for, like he, he actually started the year kind of some bum-ass shooting numbers, man. I mean, it took him until, what, probably almost to December before his numbers were good. Let's see. Maybe it's a little bit earlier than that. The first ten games of the year, he was 29% from three. Yeah, that's not good. And then <laughs> he went on a run of, like, you know, 50 games where he was shooting – or 40 games where he was shooting north of 40% from three. That's yeah. pretty wild. And then to be no, as bad as it is in the last 10 games, just or really just like you said, since the break. Yeah, November was 43.5. December is 39. 39 in February or January, and then, yeah, 35 in February, and it starts tailing off pretty bad. But he's just been just miserable from the field. And overall, the Mavericks haven't shot well from three, and that's kind of like the – the wink wink of how good they've been playing is no one's really shot very well outside of like Dirk um, and Seth Curry. The uh, the team as a whole, like I can't remember the last time they shot um, decent from three, but they played without Nerlens again, um, which I guess is the third straight game he's missed. Yeah, yeah. He, played in the, he played in the Lakers game. And I can't, I just can't. There's no way to get a sense for whether or not they are just being super, super cautious because it doesn't really matter right now. But I'd also like to see him play and play healthy for a stretch of a month or two to give me some hope yep. that he can do it because it, they, it's the other knee, but he's actually had both of his knees have been jacked up. Yeah. So when you got a decision to make on him. Like, is he, you know, you know every single night, you know, your starting center, or is he a guy that's you're going to pencil in for 60 games a season? And, I mean, that is in direct correlation with uh, what kind of money you want to give him um, this offseason. And the the market will dictate it, obviously. But 
because he's a restricted free agent, but he said, I think, Saturday, whenever he, they they were just going to hold him out for Friday, and right. then they held him out held him out for Saturday as well, which was kind of a surprise. And basically he said, this thing won't bleed into next Friday whenever we're in Philadelphia. He said, I'm playing. <laughs> like, whenever we, whenever we visit the Sixers next Friday, I will be in the lineup. So I doubt he plays against Washington um, tomorrow night. Um, but I don't know. I'm not worried about the dude. I just I didn't want this. <laughs> I didn't want I didn't want knee problems from our new uh, our new buddy. But uh, in his absence, Dwight Powell got some shine on uh, a double double ten and ten in 21 minutes. I forgot he was Canadian. <laughs> Quite honestly, dude, I never forget that he's Canadian. <laughs> I never look at him and think of anything other than Canadian. He plays basketball in a way that I would describe as Canadian. Well, he's already he went to Stanford, right? Yeah, so which he's is like got, a borderline he, Canadian American university. It, it, it is a little bit. It is a little bit. Like I look at him and I think like homeschooled kid, but <laughs> but I never think like just flat out. Oh, that guy's Canadian. That's why he's weird. Well, but, they're they're obviously like they're an actual good team. They went yeah. through they've went through some uh you know, it's going to be tough without Lowry, but the Rosen can still kill you. I like the Ibaka fit. Um I don't know if they're willing to open up the checkbook for him this offseason cuz that'll determine whether or not that was a good move or not, but they're a legit good team. I mean, the the top 4 in the East could all to me I could see any of those teams winning the finals. I know that sounds crazy because it's pretty unlikely. Okay, I'll just say this. Even though Toronto and Cleveland went 2-2 last year, I feel like Toronto has a better chance at beating Cleveland this year than they did last year. Oh, I think so for sure. You add in the p- possibility of Love not playing. You add a Baca. Uh, P.J. Tucker as well. More P.J. Tucker, yeah, or P.J. Tucker in the trade, and then more um, from DeMar DeRozan. I think, yeah. they, I think they could beat Cleveland. They won't. But yeah, I don't. I don't think they will. They're closer than they were before. Yeah, and I mean, they've so got is Boston. Yeah, Boston for sure. And I mean, they're actually Norman Powell's been playing freaking great for them. And a, and Jonas has played like you know uh, what you would expect out of him. And now you got a Baca, you got PJ Tucker. You're gonna have Low- a fresh Lowry. You would hope, um, which they just won't learn their stinking lesson with him. They keep playing him like 38 minutes a game every single season, the first 50 games, and then, oh, he's hurt. Surprise. I'm like, when are you going to learn with Kyle Lowry? Just pace the dude because he's going to kill himself. But, um, yeah, they're super interesting to me. And basically that top four of the East, um, after watching the other night um, a lot of that Cavs game where they were up by like double digits against the Rockets and I kind of like tuned it off and then the Rockets came back and got them. did you see that uh, our our ex friend uh, Chandler Parsons got shut down for the season? I did. Yeah, and then, uh, he got burned on like Instagram. Some guy was taking a. Have you seen that? No. What happened? Some guy was taking a selfie or like a video selfie video, I guess, with Parsons, and he was like, "Say what's up." He's like, "What's up?" He's like, "Say I ruined the Grizzlies season." He's like, "What?" <laughs> and the video cuts off. He got Kellyanne Conway. It's such a jer- yeah, exactly. It's such a that that's is... such a jerk thing to do to somebody, but it is. It, I have to admit that I do enjoy watching. You know how the uh, how the Raptors got Norman Powell? Uh, no, I don't. It's the freaking Grievous Vasquez trade. Wow. 
Where did they so, send Grievous to? Uh, to Memphis? Milwaukee. No. Milwaukee. God yeah. Almighty, for a first. God, that's so, why you don't do that crap. <laughs> yeah, they got uh, that. Yeah, that's. And then you know he, he him starting over Patterson is a much better look for them. Oh yeah, that dude. I mean Norman Powell can play, and I know DeRozan has his uh, his blemishes, but. Dude, when that guy gets going, like, he is super fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know so, he can't shoot from three, and everyone's, you know, hates that, but. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of that, um, have you seen that the Timberwolves are. They're great right now. <laughs> <clears throat> not only are they great right now, but I'm coming around on the idea that they're going to be making Rubio available because they're yep. playing like Tyus Jones, Chris Dunn at point guard. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't looked at the minutes. I've just known I've no every time I was looking at Mavs stats since the Nerlens trade, like net ratings and stuff like that, the T-Wolves always pop up ahead of like everybody. Yeah. Um over the last, you know, whatever 10 games or something like that. And I was yeah. also told that Rick, this is no surprise, but is a huge fan of Ricky Rubio. Yeah, I've heard that as well. I've heard uh, very similar things that he thinks he can uh, he can fix him, um, which is interesting to me. And yeah, he's I don't know. He's twenty six, dude. I know twenty five. This... He's twenty five years old, and he signed for this year and two more years. We've had a a couple post game conversations of yeah, you know, having a top ten pick's really fun, and it's not it doesn't even have to be like this year's first or whatever. Like you just just get in the the mindset of. Could you add a point guard? Because there's about three situations that I've kind of identified. And Rubio, and, and Moutier, and, uh, and D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, that's another one. I would throw, I would throw the Suns in there, though, because yeah, I mean, people have Euless. People are spooked about Bledsoe, though, just because his health. Like, I don't know. I'm not. I like the dude a lot. Like, I think he's <laughs> a real badass, but... Uh, I don't know. People, like, namely Damaris, like, brushed that off, like, real quick. He was like, no, nah, that guy's always hurt. I'm like, okay, whatever, man. But uh, he, is Moutier, always, he is hurt a lot. I mean, there's, that's true. Yeah. It's, you're going you're gonna to be getting something of with some damage on it if you're acquiring it at this point. Yeah. Just like Noel. Those three uh, situations in Moutier, Russell, and Rubio are very interesting to me. Um so, anyway, we'll talk about that whenever the draft gets closer, whenever their situations become uh, untenable at some point. But, I don't know, I feel weird at this point in the Mavericks season because when they lose, I'm pretty <laughs> fine with it because <laughs> now we're back to the ninth overall pick and uh, we're not uh, walking on the uh, the tightrope of will one of our top ten guys get to us. And just, um, you know, to reiterate from earlier in the year, it was mostly that they were just playing guys that I knew were not part of their future. Yeah. So that exactly. makes it a lot harder to stomach. But at this point, man, I yeah, right. I I don't have a lot of reaction one way or the other. I'd like them to be in the mix the last week of the season, mm -hmm. which I think is still probably semi possible. But I mean, they're three and a half back now. Yeah, the what, schedule six... gets a little rough coming up. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, this is this will define their season, right? Uh, probably like. From now to the end of March. Yeah. Because that home stretch right there is a monster. Yeah, like right now I'm fine. Like after after every game, basically, I'm fine. Because if they win, 
it's typically because um, two of the young dudes played really well, and it's been Seth and Harrison Barnes for about a month now. Um, but it, whenever they win games, it's, you know, uh, somebody that's going to be here for the next, hopefully, three to four years and has some kind of upward uh, trajectory on their career playing well. Yep. And when they lose, I just think about <laughs> what kind of draft pick we're going to get. So, Well, with tomorrow uh, night, I mean, I don't know. I think people don't really pay as close attention to Eastern Conference teams until the playoffs because I'll, still see, destroyed. I'll <laughs> still see people tweeting things that are like they're that they're surprised by whenever the Mavs play a team that is like for example the Wizards mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure John Wall belongs in the MVP conversation he might he really might man he is spectacular and he is going to do a number on them he's averaging uh, 10.7 assists per game god almighty yeah I mean, he's that's... gonna get them like when Yogi's on him like it's going to be a real problem. And they've got size and, like, waves, and they've got good three-point shooters that just hang out in the corners. Like, they're they're pretty frightening, and they're substantially better than the Mavericks, especially if Nerlens doesn't play. So we'll talk about that. Uh, maybe look at the Wizards a little bit tomorrow on the, uh, on the pod. But uh, thank you for listening, and Jacob, thank you for your time. All right, man. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.